Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, I'm actually going to be doing a review of Keanu Reeves' 2015 film, Knock Knock. Now, this is supposed to be a suspense film that stars, of course, Keanu Reeves, as I mentioned before. Not only that, but this was actually something that I've seen a couple of years ago, and now all of a sudden it's on Netflix, it's trending. And you know what? I figured, what better time to actually talk about this movie than now? And... You know, this movie, like I said, it stars Keanu Reeves, and it actually he's actually playing the character of Evan. Evan is actually this father and husband who loves his wife, loves his kids, and he's an architect. And basically what's happening is his wife, Karen, who's also a successful artist, is actually going to be leaving Evan alone over the weekend because, number one, it's Father's Day, which is unusual in the first place for her to actually leave her husband even though he actually has a reason why he's actually staying behind because of the fact that number one, he's actually has physical therapy and stuff like that because he has an injury on his shoulder and they don't really go into explaining the details as to what happened or anything like that when it came down to his injury or anything like that. But the thing that I really have to say about that part was I thought that was kind of like, okay, I'm not understanding why you're even leaving him alone, but okay, I'm just going to go with it. So anyways, she's also a successful art dealer and stuff like that too. That's actually going to be featured in Los Angeles. And her, as a matter of fact, her publicist or her agent, Lewis is actually going to be stopping by to actually put that in the gallery and things like that. Well, anyways, she winds up leaving Evan alone, like I mentioned before. And all of a sudden it's raining and, you know, all, and then all of a sudden there's a knock at the door 
and there's these two girls. One's a French girl or a Spanish girl, and the other one is just an American girl that just happens to be knocking on the door with her friend. And Evan opens up the door, and he doesn't know who they are or anything like that. All he knows is they're soaked and wet from the rain, and they actually persuade him to actually let the, let them in. And Evan is just one of those guys that don't want, doesn't want to see these girls out in the cold or anything like that, especially whenever it's raining out. They said supposedly that they got lost trying to find their friend's house, and that's how they winded up at Evan's doorstep. They had an Uber driver or a taxi driver, and they dropped them off. Could they go on ahead and use this phone? Now, given, the, given this is the fact that this is actually the age of Uber drivers and stuff like that, they're actually and they're actually using technology. Evan even asked them this question too. Well, what? Well, you can use my phone, but what about your your phones and everything? What's going on with that? Because oh, I left. And here's the thing: Genesis and the other girl's name is Bill. Bill says that oh, my I left my phone over at my place and everything. And Genesis' phone is actually damaged because of the fact that it got wet. So, Keanu Reeves' character is like, okay, you guys can go on ahead, use my phone, and everything. That wouldn't, that's not going to be a problem at all. I'll go on ahead and help you guys out. So, while he goes on ahead and finds um, his cell phone to, so that way they can actually call somebody, they actually step inside of his house and go into the living room. And, you know, they wind up telling him, hey, look, it's actually a lot warmer in here. Um, so that's why we actually moved into the living room rather than just stay out in the entrance of the house. And, you know, I really have to say the setup was really good with this part. Not only that, but Evan's also an architect, like I mentioned before, but he's also trying to actually work on his own creative stuff as well. And you know what? I actually like the fact that we actually capture him actually doing stuff with his whole entire career because he is an architect and is actually showing him designing a house. And during that time, that's when in fact, these two girls just show up at his house and unannounced and they just go on ahead and they step in. And also too, like I mentioned before, he is actually a loving father, a loving family man as well towards his wife and his towards his kids. And also too, you know, my favorite thing though, between this is the very beginning as well. Whenever we actually are introduced to Evan and his wife and his kids is the fact that, you know, he winds up saying, Oh, monster hungry monster wants food. Monster wants cake because the kids are made him a cake for father's day and things like that. And he's imitating a monster and acting like he's a monster, you know, just doing daddy stuff, which is something that I really appreciated from the film that you actually get to know who Evan is and the loving father that he is. And then all of a sudden just switches gears once the girls step in. And also too, the, uh, the agent of his wife is actually joking around. He goes, Oh, we're going to have a party while you guys are gone and everything and things like that. And I'll be right back. I'll be back later on to collect the artwork for your gallery. So he's going to be stepping back in, in a few minutes and everything too, of this movie. But in the meantime, Evan is stuck with these two girls and you can definitely tell that he's actually uncomfortable with these girls being in his house and things like that. Like, don't get me wrong. He actually goes on ahead, goes out of his way to actually help these girls out. 
And what he does is he says, look, I can call an Uber driver over here. He'll be here in 40 minutes. And you guys can go on ahead, go see whoever you're going to see. He even gives them an, the, his iPad as well. And the girl goes, oh, I see what I did wrong. I gave the Uber driver the wrong address. And instead, it sounds uh, similar to your address, Evan. So that's why the Uber driver got mixed up. And so Evan goes, it's not a problem. I'll go ahead, call an Uber driver over. And then at that point, he tells them, look, it's going to be 40 minutes. And as they're, you know, as they wait for the Uber driver, the girls are already drying off from being cold. Evan also goes on ahead and washes their clothes and dries their clothes. So the way they actually have warm clothes. And, you know, as soon as he sits back down again, then the conversation starts happening between the girls and also Evan. And Genesis is the one of the girls named, like I mentioned before, and the other one is Bill. And basically they asked him, so are you happily married? He goes, yes, I've been married for 14 years. I have two beautiful kids. My wife, uh, Karen, is an artist. Oh, that is interesting. And then as he keeps on opening up to up opening up he's actually weakening himself up even more because they're letting he's letting these girls into his life and showing some kind of weakness towards them and i believe if he didn't do that i believe the fact that he might have actually lived through this a little bit more but still it shows some vulnerability where it actually leaves him where he's actually opening up to these strangers that he has no clue at who they are but you know you can actually believe that Keanu reeves is actually trying to not do anything with these girls at all. He's actually sitting away from them. And then the girls start trying to make moves on him. And he, matter of fact, whenever he goes back and sits down again, because he does get back up, I forgot why he gets back up again in the living room, but the girls winds up trying to sit where he's sitting at. And then he moves to the couch. And then he's like, you know what? You got the Uber driver is going to be here in 40 minutes. And stuff like that. He's trying anything and everything to try and salvage his marriage and stuff like that to show that he's actually being faithful. And this is actually something that's actually played out in the first 30 minutes of the film where it shows that he's trying to be a faithful husband and he's trying to not do anything with these girls or anything like that. And then all of a sudden, when it gets closer and closer to the time of the Uber driver, that's when he goes upstairs he sees the girls are actually naked. They're taking a shower, and next thing you know, it they try they make moves on him. They're filling him up. They're kissing on him and everything else. And he goes, "No, I do not want to have sex with you guys. I want to go on ahead, get you guys out of here." The Uber driver's downstairs. Well, the Uber driver can wait, is what um, Genesis actually tells him. And then before you know it, he starts banging them inside the bathroom. And then after that winds up happening and things like that. That's when the Uber driver drives off, and then it's like the next morning after they actually have all this crazy intense sex. And, you know, you can actually tell that Keanu Reeves is actually zeroed in on this role because when his whole entire facial expression actually shows everything within this movie. And what I'm getting at is the fact that he wakes up, and you can actually see clearly that he's hoping that everything that he just did was a dream. And he didn't actually, these girls never showed up to his home. And also too, whenever he opens up the bathroom door, everything looks like it's all nice and neat. It doesn't even look like anybody's been there or anything like that. And then all of a sudden he hears a bunch of noise inside the kitchen. And then that's when he discovers that Genesis and Belle is still there. 
And he goes, what the hell are you guys doing in my kitchen? You guys need to be leaving my house and everything. I do not need you guys here. And they're like, oh, we're, we'll cook for you. We'll do anything that you want that uh, that you want us to do, Evan. And next thing you know it, they start do they, they wind up trying to knock them out. They wind up, you know, just practically just giving this dude hell. And also, too, I also want to mention this. I'm going to actually backtrack a little bit. But another thing that I want to actually mention is the fact that, you know, yes, it's the next morning and everything else. And yet, yes, he's trying to um, act like that nothing even happened. But at the same time, that not, the night before, he's actually he, we actually discovered that he used to be a DJ. And then, of course, the girls, all, all, of course, Bill's over there dancing and everything, strutting a little bit, flirting with him even more before the whole entire sex scene as well. But Keanu Reeves is just thinking of it as, you know, just entertaining his guests. Even though he has that little smirk on his face and he can see that Belle is over there just enjoying herself and just strutting a little bit to the music, to the vinyl records and stuff like that. Because she said, oh, you must have done this for a while. He goes, yeah, I used to be a DJ until I got married and that's when I became an architect and have kids. So there's that aspect. But like I said, he wants them out of his house and everything. They're giving him hell and he goes, I want you out of my house. I want you out of my life. And then all of a sudden, the physical therapist shows up at his door step. And basically what happens with that is, you know, he's trying to get them on. Uh, he's actually trying to do this. He's actually trying to get his therapist out of the way. So the way he can try and get these girls out of the house. And he's like, Oh, I just love your wife. I just love uh, everything about your wife and everything. I love Karen. Karen's such a wonderful woman. She's so glad. Uh, you know what? I have this new massage that might actually help your shoulder. Next thing you know, it Genesis shows up out of the out of nowhere and everything out of the door. Just hey, baby, I just want to let you know that I'm gonna be rubbing your shoulder and everything. And that also made therapist also uncomfortable as well. The therapist also winds up telling him, "Oh, this is this is not this is going to go down and everything." And he's like, "It's not what it looks like. It always doesn't look like what it looks like, Evan." And basically, she's just saying that every guy always says it doesn't look. It's not what it looks like. Whenever really, it is what it looks like. But you know, you already know the events that actually happened that night and everything, where he ends up having sex with them. But also, too, the next day. As well, I forgot to mention this before the therapist actually shows up, but his w wife is trying to reach him all night. So then it comes with the lying and the deceitfulness of that night, of that sinful act, of what's happening. And, you know, he's over there FaceTiming her at the same time that these girls are actually in his kitchen. And he goes, hey, baby, everything is fine. Everything's perfectly fine. Meanwhile, you have Bill and Genesis over there doing dirty, perverted stuff with the banana and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just one of those things where Keanu Reeves is actually distracted with it. And it's just one of those things that he just wants them out of his house as quickly and quietly as possible. But, of course, with the therapist showing up and things like that, it just doesn't happen that way. And... 
that's just something that I thought that was really good was you can tell Keanu Reeves is actually tensed up. You can actually tell that he wants them out of there. You can tell that he's not himself. You can definitely tell Evan there's something wrong with Evan. And then, of course, then we get into the whole entire deal where, you know, he tells him, look, get the fuck out of my house. I want you out of my house. You need to leave. I want you out. And then, of course, they're like, oh, Evan, you weren't complaining last night when we were on top of you or anything like that. You wanted us last night. Now you don't want us. And all of a sudden, Kendall goes, I want you the fuck out of my house. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's the Evan that we know. That's the Evan that uh, we're that we already know who already know. And. At that point, you know, they're not taking Keanu, they're not even taking Evan serious at all when it comes down to that part or anything like that. They're basically ignoring him. And I have to admit, if I actually was Keanu Reeves and everything else in this, and Evan, you can actually tell him the dialogue in itself is kind of forced in a way to the point where you don't actually believe him at all. Because I would actually probably just stay there myself if I was these girls, because I wouldn't believe anything that Keanu Reeves is actually saying because of the fact that number one, he had sex with them that night. Number two, he knew what he did was wrong. Number three, you know, he knew he started up this whole entire chaos as soon as he let these girls into his house. And I know that here's the thing. This is what I would have done. I would have went on ahead, called an Uber driver, let them sit on in the rain. I'm sorry. I would have actually done that, but you know, it is what it is. But, um, so anyways, he winds up, uh, then of course they wind up knocking him out, they tie him up to the chair, and next thing you know, they wind up telling, oh, by the way, I'm not really who I say I am, I'm not really 22 years old or 23 years old, I'm not a flight attendant or anything like that, As a matter of fact, I'm actually 15 years old, and this is actually how to catch a pred predator, and next thing you know, they end up, like I said, they tie him up, they're asking him a bunch of questions, and they also have him hooked up to his DJ machine, um, turntables and stuff like that with his headphones on. And every single time whenever he would lie, they would actually crank it up even more. He goes, oh, you fucking crazy bitches. You're fucking crazy and everything. After everything I've done for you. And he goes, I'm a good man. I'm a good husband. Next thing, And you know what? Even then... Kano's acting is not the strongest when it comes down to stuff like this. It's not really the strongest suit whenever it comes down to this movie or anything like that. That's where I actually feel like the dialogue is kind of for is actually forced a little bit. It's actually makes you kind of giggle in a way instead of actually feeling sorry for this dude. Because here's the thing. I didn't I feel bad for him, but at the same time, the dialogue and the way that it's actually being used is actually being kind of forced but that's just my perspective on it but there's also another thing too all of a sudden they're not these two girls are not even expecting anybody else to be coming in out at his house or anything like that they're actually ex expecting just him and can them and can reeves inside the house well karen her agent comes over to see about the artwork so that he can go on ahead and put it into the gallery and then that's when he said he asked them he goes who are you two he goes oh we're uh, we're evan's nieces and everything he goes um we're just visiting and we're shooting a music video he goes well you picked the right location and at first he's playing along with them and then 
as soon as he sees the damage that these girls did to the artwork and things like that, he realizes that they're lying and goes, no, no, I'm, I'm from, I forgot where he actually says, but you two are just two hoes. And that's whenever he goes on ahead and he was going to call the cops at that point in time, the girls winds up taking the inhaler out of his pocket. They're playing uh, monkey in the middle pretty much that because that's actually what the game is actually called back when I was little and stuff like that, where we actually uh, take something and we start uh, throwing it back and forth to each other and stuff like that. Whilst the other person tries to catch it. And that's basically what they're doing. They're just playing this catch game between him and this other uh, between uh, them and this and the agent and before you know it the agent winds up falling and busts his head and then of course they do a paperless shade thing where they wind up uh, making him like a piece of art by covering him up with paperless shade and make him, and stuff like that and then they put him in the back of the van but this movie is actually kind of forceful this movie is not the strongest Keanu Reeves movie or anything like that um, I like the fact that Keanu Reeves wanted to do something more thr- more of a thriller type movie and things like that. There's actually some other things I left out that I forgot to actually mention that these girls actually did to him. And it was the fact that, number one, they actually do trash his wife's um, artwork. They trash his house. They smoke his wife's weed and smokes his weed. They do a bunch of other stuff to him. Not only do they do that to him, but they also wind up uh, smashing. Matter of fact, he actually gives them a ride back to their supposed house before all this actually happens. And then all of a sudden, they come back to his house again after Evan cleans up after them. And then they wind up knocking him out. And then that's whenever they went on ahead and, and then hooks him up to the... Uh, spin tables with the headphones and questioning him but this movie is not the strongest the thing that i really liked was the camera angles at the very beginning of the film because it actually emulates the fact that keanu reeves is his happy husband with his kids and he's just an all-around great husband and then once you get towards the end of the film it actually does another thing with the camera angles where it shows the amplification of what ha- uh, happened with these girls and everything, the damage that his family actually went through is going to be going through because of what he did whenever he was when he slept with these two girls. And the girls wind up doing a bunch of dirty, perverted artwork on the pictures and stuff like that. It shows the whole entire uh, – the way that I actually see it is the damage that – he caused with his family. Also, too, the girls also winds up telling him, hey, look, we'll let you live if you play hide-and-seek with us. At that point, too, they actually have the gun pointed to Evan. And he goes, but you cannot leave the house. You actually have to hide inside the house. So Evan gets a frying pan. He also gets a knife and hides. And then he tries running out the door. The girls, he winds up falling. The girls knock him out. The girls are also... In fact, digging his own grave. And finally, we get into the whole entire climax of it where Keanu Reeves is being wheeled on a dolly, tied to a dolly, and then they put him into the grave. But you think that they're actually going to bury him alive, like fully bury him alive, but no. Instead, they just buried him up to his neck 
And then he's telling them that you guys are just a bunch of crazy bitches. You guys are going to end up paying for what you guys are doing and things like that. And it's just one of those things that, you know, you just feel bad for Keanu at that moment because you actually know for a fact that this guy is not going to make it out alive probably. And then also too, the girls actually took a video footage of him being tied up. Of course, you know, during that time, whenever that scene was actually happening was the fact that uh, not Genesis, but the other girl winds up tying Keanu Reeves up and dresses up in his daughter's uniform. And Keanu is trying everything and everything he can to get out of that situation to where he can actually untie himself. And he finally does untie himself in that situation and knocks her off the bed. But of course, <clears throat> they wind up knocking him out again. And then after that happens, um, like I said, they wind up um, digging the grave. He's up to his neck. And they're like, oh, we have some video footage that we want to actually show your wife. He goes, you know what? Let me call my wife myself, and I'll go on ahead and apologize and stuff like that. So he does. He actually uh, goes on ahead, calls her cell phone up, and next thing you know, he ends up backstabbing on the deal. He says, call 911, call 911. Next thing you know it. The girls actually uploaded that sex video onto Facebook. Everybody's commenting. The girls winds up leaving. And then all of a sudden, the, um, a couple of hours later, the wife and the kid and their kids actually come into the house. The house is trashed and everything. And the kids wind up saying, uh, the son winds up saying, daddy must have had a party. Then after that, it cuts to black. So my initial thoughts is this. This is not the strongest Keanu Reeves movie at all. There are some positive positives film. You actually do feel like that, number one, Keanu Reeves is actually a good husband. You actually do have that connectivity. You actually do feel like that he's actually not trying to do anything with these girls. These girls are actually coming on to him strongly. The, where it falls apart is the dialogue alone, especially whenever he said, you guys came on to me. You guys are the ones who made me do what I did. But all rationality is we all have our own thought process. We all have our own ways of doing things. He was the one who messed up. And he's blaming these girls for what he did. Yeah, they are seducing him. But at the same time, that he should have actually been a lot stronger than he was. Even though it was 30 minutes into this whole entire deal where he's actually trying to where he's actually trying to savor his marriage to where he's not trying to be tempted into doing anything. He could have actually been the stronger person and probably maybe he should have just wanded up leaving these two girls outside in the wet cold and let them um, just going ahead and walk off acting like no one is even home. Another thing too, is these girls are also, they actually know private things about him as well because even go into the whole entire thing where he's there the whole entire thing about the monster where he goes monster hungry monster wants sex da 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 and they end up mocking him and he goes how do you know about that they spied on him for god knows how long and then they made their move and that's what these girls do they go from person to person, seducing each person to see if they're actually going to sleep with them. And then after that, they get revenge on that person. And then of course, too, he's, he actually has a little dog named monkey. Monkey is also 
they also take his dog at the end of this movie. And matter of fact, there's actually an extended clip as well. If you actually go to YouTube, you can actually check out the extended clip of this movie where basically Keanu Reeves somehow or another uh, undigs himself up. He tracks down these girls with monkey's collar because don't forget, we're at the age of where you can actually track your animals and stuff like that with GPS. So basically he tracks them down and he knocks on the door and he goes, knock, knock, and then it cuts to black. To me, I like the original ending because it actually speculates of the fact is, or it makes you speculate, is Keanu Reeves and his wife going to be able to work this out? It, did Keanu Reeves die? What happened to Keanu Reeves? It gives you a chance to actually speculate on the ending rather than showing us anything else. And that's what I like. I like where we can actually use our imaginations versus something that uh, we already seen or anything like that. So that's what I like. Uh, hold on one second. Brandy said something. That sounds horrible. Like I said, this is not the strongest movie for Keanu Reeves. This is not the strongest movie at all. The dialogue is not really that great. Like, for instance... He's, uh, there's actually a piece of dialogue where he said, where the girl goes, we're going to sentence you to death. And, and Keanu Reeves goes, death, death, you're going to kill me. You're going to fucking kill me. Why? Why? Because I fucked you. You fucked me. You fucked me. You come to my house. You come to me. I got you a car. I brought you clothes. You took a fucking bubble bath. You wanted it. You wanted it. You come, came to me. This is all forceful. The, the dialogue alone is forceful. He doesn't take initiative at the fact that, yes, even though he was coming on, they were coming on to him or anything like that, that he felt like he was the victim. Now, he is, in a certain sense, is the victim whenever it comes down to him being tied up and the girl is actually taking advantage of him. But he also brought that on himself, though, as well. He should have been in his right mind to where he's going to, where he should have went in to another room or whatever while they wait for their Uber driver or something or why don't you know basically they're trespassing why don't you just go on ahead and report the fact that while these girls are actually coming on to him and everything and even though they don't want to get out of his house they he could have actually said hey look these girls are actually trespassing i want them out of my house it would have been case closed but also too why did his wife have the need to actually go to the beach and everything and not be with her husband while he's doing physical therapy. That's something that I don't understand either is this movie doesn't make a whole lot of sense, common sense wise or anything like that. It's not like that. She has some big, huge business meeting with these art dealers or whatever. And she has to go out there. She's going to take the kids as a little vacation for that. Those, uh, those three to actually get out of the house. Well, Evan goes on ahead and works on his architect work. But that doesn't, that's not even the case at all. This movie really doesn't make a lot of sense if you actually think about it. This movie is, is something for a one time watch if you actually want to watch something or if you want something for background noise. But is this movie something I would recommend? Eh, probably not. But if you guys want to watch Keanu Reeves in a thriller movie, watch him in his, uh, this was actually after John Wick. And also, too, another thing, too, is they actually do give Keanu Reeves a, haircut in this movie and even at the very beginning his wife goes oh you need a haircut and he says no i'm not cutting my hair i'm not going to cut my hair and next thing you know these girls winds up cutting his hair while he's tied up and he's screaming because they're cutting his hair yeah that, that to me is not very suspenseful at all 
It's just hair. It's going to grow back. It's not that big of a deal. But anyways, tell me what you guys think. Do you like this movie, Knock Knock? What didn't you like about Knock Knock? Comment below. Another thing, too, guys, is this. Smash that share button if you like this video. Go on ahead. Subscribe to my channel. Another thing, too, I want to actually mention is we have a Patreon. It's going to be in the links below. You can actually check that out. Another thing, too, we also did a top 10 comedy list last night with Rossi McFree and I. Go on and check out that video. Give me a thumbs up. Don't forget to smash that like button. And always until next time, guys, bye-bye.